Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, we are in the midst of what you could say the middle of winter. Certainly it's telling. I'm trying to still get uh, warm after today's iceberg conditions. And we've got to be mindful of what we eat during uh, coughs and flu, which are uh, yeah prevalent at this time of the year or any, any time of the year, but rather mostly this time of the year. And what we cannot or can eat and what can or could exacerbate the situation. Right, to unpack this now, Kim Foster join us, joins us on the line, a registered dietitian at Core Nutrition. Kim, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Indeed. Thank you for taking the time to join us just to unpack this issue about what we should be mindful of, uh, what we are regarding what we eat uh, during coughs and flu. So something mm-hmm. I picked up earlier on, dairy foods to begin with are notable for this, for this situation. Why is that? So there's quite a lot of controversy when it comes to dairy products um, when you have colds and flu. So a lot of people do recommend to avoid having dairy as it can actually increase phlegm production. Mm. And a lot of people have stated that it, it does um, exactly that when they have flu. Um, keep in mind that when you do have flu or any respiratory tract infection, it can actually cause the production of phlegm. And there's not a lot of um, research or scientific, there's research mm. done on this Topic, but there's not a lot of strong scientific evidence to okay. support the claim that dairy does in, indeed increase mucus production. Um, usually when it comes to um, specific recommendations, I recommend um, monitoring us. And if you do see that, that dairy causes some symptoms, um, when you do have carbon to, to maybe limit it or cut back on the portion, um, for instance, not drinking a whole milkshake, but rather having a small amount of yogurt or that good probiotics um, and maybe combining it with a small amount of food. Okay. Um, and a lot of people also think that they might be lactose intolerant. So these have, okay. um, being lactose intolerant have completely different symptoms and it, and it does actually increase the, the mucus production in your gut and not necessarily in your um, risk chest. So with regards to dairy, if it does cause symptoms, just try and limit it. If you do think that you have, you are lactose intolerant, maybe try lactose-free milk and see sure. if your symptoms improve. Okay, so let's uh, expand on that. Um, other foods to avoid, uh, what could those be? What should we be mindful okay. of, wary of? So especially if you do have some cold and, or a cold or a flu, um, I would recommend avoiding foods that may actually worsen your symptoms or that can increase inflammation um, or foods with a low nutritional value. And some examples include sugar, sugary foods and drinks. Okay. So a lot of people tend to go to these foods when they're not feeling well or when they do have a low appetite. But sugar can actually cause um, low blood glucose levels and low energy levels that can make you feel a bit worse. Um, if you do have a sore throat, struggling with symptoms like that, I would recommend to go for foods that won't cause pain or further irritation, like your spicy foods or your hard foods, going for more softer foods. And when it comes to decreasing inflammation, avoid your fatty or your processed foods. Okay. Um, and these foods specifically, like take out types of foods, can make you feel a bit sluggish. 
And the, because of the high sodium content, content, it can actually dehydrate you. Um, wow. When it comes to drinks to avoid, um, I definitely recommend cutting back on caffeine and definitely avoiding alcohol as it can actually <laughs> dehydrate you further, right. you know. Um, yeah, in, okay. And alcohol specifically can interact with um, a lot of medication. That's that's very interesting because uh, there there are some shall we say uh, antidotes you could say for want of a better description that could include like brandy for example to take uh, along with something. <laughs> Do you agree with that? Um, <laughs> I'm just so bringing a light-hearted <laughs> angle into the into the conversation. So it's, it's not necessarily something that I would recommend, mm-hmm. um, especially not um, taking alcohol in excessive sure. amounts because that can okay. definitely cause dehydration. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it will definitely depend um, on your on your medication as well. Sure. I would definitely not recommend. No, of course, it. Uh, that certainly <laughs> won't combine with any medication, antibiotics, yes. call it what you may, which you may be taking at the time. <laughs> I quite agree there, Kim. I just thought now you've heard of these, you know, these old recipes, these old antidotes, yes. and I, that's why I thought yes. I'd just run that by you. But thanks for clarifying that. Okay, so um, in contrast to what we've just been discussing, let's uh, deal with what we can eat, what we can indulge in. I've got an, uh, mm-hmm. a question from uh, Carol, uh, one of our listeners, who's asking what helps build our immune system so we don't get sick. So I, I know I've asked you a multi-pronged question there. <laughs> Over to you, Kim, please. Yeah, let us know. So that's actually a very good question. Mm-hmm. So especially during this time where people seem to get a bit more flu and cold, sure. I would recommend to focus on, on supporting your immune system. You definitely can't do that if you just um, eating junk food all the time. Right. So um, focusing on foods that can increase your immune system, especially foods um, containing a lot of antioxidants such as vitamin A, vitamin C, E, selenium and zinc. Um, these can definitely help build immunity as well as iron. Mm-hmm. I usually don't recommend supplementing unless um, it is recommended by a dietitian or a healthcare right. professional. Um, but most foods and um, like your vegetables and fruits specifically contain quite a lot of antioxidants, vitamins and minerals. When you look at your vitamin A, C, and E, very strong antioxidants, you mostly mm. get these from like your red and yellow fruit and veg. It's a good way to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, your berries, um, citric fruits um, are quite packed with these um, vitamins. Um, when you look at selenium, uh, an example is your brazil nuts. Um, a lot of nuts also contain selenium. Um, and then you mostly get from the protein containing foods like your chicken or your meat, um, plant alternatives also something like mushrooms. Right. Um, so that can definitely help build immunity. And something that I, I do um, see quite often when people are sick, they forget about protein because right. it's not always easy to eat protein when you're not feeling well. Right. But protein can definitely give you some of that um, good iron and zinc that can help with immunity. Mm. So just an easy tip to remember to increase protein intake when you're not feeling well Maybe add some shredded um, chicken to, to your soup, some right. veggie soup, um, or having some cottage cheese with crackers might also be a good way of getting in some protein. Okay. Um, and then just general um, recommendations is to stay hydrated, 
um, with water or some herbal tea, like robust tea. Um, and then, yeah, if you do have very severe um, symptoms like a sore throat, go for more softer foods like your soups, smoothies, um, or mashed foods. Kim, it's been a pleasure having you on board. Thank you so much for all your advice that you've given us this afternoon regarding what not to eat and what to eat and, of course, you know, being mindful of uh, what to eat when you've got coughs and or the flu, call it what you may, and uh, what can boost one's immune system. Carol, I hope that answered your question for you. Kim, thank you so much for joining us uh, this afternoon on the Afternoon Overdrive. Kim Foster, registered dietitian.